This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Reds lost a tight one to the Miami Marlins on Sunday afternoon. Final score 2-1. to one. The defeat means not only did they lose the three-game series, but they finished the six-game road trip with a 2-4 and four record. Tyler Malley took the loss, but he deserved a much better fate. He threw seven innings of four-hit, two-run baseball. But after the first inning when they scored their runs, Malley did not allow another Marlin to reach second base. Cincinnati couldn't do anything offensively until the ninth when Joey Votto brought their lone run home with a sacrifice fly. Highlights coming up, but first some final thoughts from Tommy Thrall and Chris Welsh. Chris, it's, it's tough because sometimes the starting pitcher uh, the first inning might be your worst inning. That was the case with Tyler Malley, but really even you look at it further, uh, Malley gives up the base hit to Jesus Aguilar. It's a two-out single. Seems relatively harmless at the time. Then he gets ahead of Jesus Sanchez 0-2, but then he couldn't put him away. Sanchez takes him deep for a two-run shot of the first inning, and that proved to be all they needed. You know, at that point, you didn't think much of it because the Reds have really a good offense, and they're facing a young pitcher that's had a really hard time through the league this year. And what does he do? He goes out and has a career day. Jesus Luzardo does. And that two-run home, that two run home run by Sanchez, back-to-back nights where he goes deep. So that was a formula the Marlins used, a much different ball club when they play here in Miami. There are times when you just kind of have to tip your cap to the guy on the mound for the other team. And I, I felt like, and I'm curious your thoughts, but I felt like that was kind of the case today with Jesus Luzardo. I don't think there's any question about that. I mean, he had a combination of pitches that were hard to decipher. Uh, his fastball was as fast as 98. He's had a nice slider, good changeup that really worked well against the right-handers. And you couple that with the frustration the Reds had with the home plate umpire, Edwin Moscoso. Sometimes that can build, and the snowball of discontent gets bigger and bigger. And every time you get a marginal pitch, you start blaming the umpire for your failure. And I think that's where the Reds went today. I'm not sure what. He would be graded out at the end of the day, whether it was a bad day for Moscoso or a good one. Uh, it certainly wasn't a good one because he was getting you know, yelled at by both teams, but uh, you can't blame the umpire for everything. It was a tough day for the Reds from an offensive standpoint. They finished the game with just two hits. The first hit to open the ball game, a double by Jonathan India. The second hit, an infield single by Tyler Stevenson. It did eventually lead to the Reds' lone run, but the Reds fall short to the Marlins today. Two to one, Marlins take two out of three from Cincinnati. Now to the highlights. The Reds put the first two batters of the game on base against Marlins starter Jesus Lazardo, but both were stranded. Things started well for the Reds in the bottom of the first when Kyle Farmer did it again with the glove. One to one, there's a sharp ground ball, deep short. Diving stop, Farmer to his feet, throws, got him! Wow! How about that play from Kyle Farmer deep in the hole, a diving stop. Falling to his feet, he made the throw and gets the out of Rojas. I think we've seen Kyle Farmer make some tremendous plays at shortstop. For me, 
This is the best play he's made all year long. But then with two outs in the inning, Jesus Aguilar singled off of Tyler Malley. Next up was cleanup hitter Jesus Sanchez. Votto will move back and play behind him as the Reds really overload the right side of the infield against the left-handed hitter. Sanchez swings, hits it high, very deep, down the right field line, and it is gone. A fair ball and a two-run shot for Jesus Sanchez. Second game in a row, Sanchez has come up with a big first-inning home run. The Marlins threatened to score again in the fifth, but the Reds' defense came up big. And now another bunt situation with Luzardo up. He rolls a bunt up the first baseline. Suarez picks it up, flips to India covering, going to third, and out at third is Sierra. As good of a bunt as it was by Sierra to reach to start the inning, he went to second on the sack bunt by Luzardo and just kept running to third. And India taking the throw from Suarez. Of course, third base is completely vacated there. Yeah, it's actually Tyler Malley went down to the third base bag to get that throw because Sierra never stopped, and Malley was going over to cover the bag. The catcher Stevenson was over to cover the bag, but behind Malley, and Malley played it like a third baseman. After they threatened to score in the first inning, Cincinnati's offense just couldn't do a whole lot. Tyler Naquin reached base on an air in the second inning, but he was left on first base. Cincinnati went down an order in the third, fourth, fifth, and sixth innings, and that was it for Luzardo. He gave up just one hit and a walk. Anthony Bender took over in the seventh, and it was more of the same. He hit Joey Votto with a pitch, but Kyle Farmer grounded into a double play, and then A. Eugenio Suarez was called out on strikes. He ended up getting thrown out of the game for arguing the called third strike. Tyler Malley was finished after the bottom of the seventh, and he really was good. Seven innings, four hits, two runs, both earned, two walks, six strikeouts, a home run, 104 pitches, 66 for strikes. Tyler Naquin walked to begin the eighth, but with one out as Dribble Cabrera hit into an inning-ending double play. Lucas Sims retired the Marlins in order in the bottom of the eighth with a strikeout. So we go to the ninth. Dylan Floro takes over on the mound and walked Jonathan India to begin the inning. Tyler Stevenson then reached on an infield single. Shogo Akiyama came in to run for Stevenson. Nick Castellanos then grounded out, moving the runners up a base. Joey Votto was next up, and he got the Reds a run closer. Two and two on Votto, second and third, one out. Floro comes set, the right-hander to the plate, the 2-2 pitch. Votto swings, high fly ball, deep left center field, going back on it, Sierra. He's got a beat on it, and he'll make the catch shy of the warning track. Tagging at third, India, he will score. The throw back into third, a one-hop throw right on the money to Anderson. And that will keep Akiyama at second, but a long sacrifice fly to left center field off the bat of Otto. Then with Kyle Farmer at the plate, this happened. The back edge of the dirt, the 1-1. Farmer takes a strike right on the outside corner at the knees. All right, let's get to the point now. Anytime there's a marginal pitch in there that goes against the Reds, the Reds are arguing, and here comes David Bell. And he's going to get kicked out of the game. He just got tossed. David Bell really not happy with the strike zone of Edwin Viscoso today. Already, Eugenio Suarez was kicked out of the game. And now, Freddie Benavides has moved to the top stab of the Reds' dugout as David Bell went out. He knew right then he was going to get kicked out. Well, it's an automatic ejection. You are simply not allowed to argue balls and strikes. David Bell made a point to Moscoso, pointing down to the ground, saying, I can see high up and down, and that pitch was down. 
When everything settled down, Farmer struck out swinging, and the game was over. Here are the totals for Miami. Two runs on four hits, one air, two left on base. For Cincinnati, one run, two hits, no airs. They stranded four. Luzardo, the winner. He is now 5-7. and seven. Malley takes the loss. He is 10-5. and five. Floro picks up his seventh save of the season. One home run in the game. Sanchez, number six for Miami. Two hours and 36 minutes. 11,019 on hand in Miami. And with the defeat, the Reds are now just 10 games over 500 at 71 and 61. They're eight and a half games behind Milwaukee in the NL Central, and they lead San Diego for that second wild card by a game and a half. Time to hear from Reds manager, David Bell. Yeah, I think the, the main thing he did was uh, really attack the strike zone. He threw strikes. Um, he has a great arm. He has a good fastball, but um, his changeup was uh, really good. He, he threw it uh, repeatedly to some of our hitters and uh, threw it for strikes, made it, made it for a tough day. I think uh, going into it, um, knowing what we knew, um, I think really the key was just him attacking the strike zone and, and coming right after our hitters. Well, that's baseball, as they say, but Tyler Malley uh, certainly pitched well for you guys today. That's got to be a great sign going forward. Oh, yeah, he continues to pitch well. Um, I take the first inning away, one pitch to, to Sanchez, and uh, it just, just doesn't get any better than that. So, um, again, really great fastball. and. Um, you know, located it well, mixed in some some splits and sliders, but uh, just a great fastball location and um, absolutely did his job today. To um, It definitely could have gone different for him. There was a lot of frustration for your hitters today. There in the ninth, did you feel like you just had to stick up for your guys? Yeah, I think uh, it, it, it went back. Exactly. But, uh, um, you know, they're competing and, uh, doing every, everything we can right there. I think it, it went back to, uh, for Joey, I think it went back to the, the first inning at bat. Um, he, get, he gets that call. It's a, a different inning, different at bat, and, and Joey knows that. So he didn't, and, uh, you know, I think um, um, that probably was where the, the real frustration stemmed. It was Luzardo tonight, but left-handed pitching, it seems like it's been kind of a weakness for you guys' offense. Do you, do you see a trend? I mean, just facing left-handed starters? Yeah, you know, it's, um, it's I think, a good thing that we, we have um, over the next week to 10 days, we're going to face a lot of left-handers. Um, I saw that uh, uh, we have, I believe, the fewest or towards the fewest games uh, versus left-handed starters on the year. Um, I think that's a factor. Um, we, we just haven't seen them a lot. So um, it'd be great to get going against them because we know we're going to play good game, uh, big games against left-handed starters. So hopefully over the next week, 10 days, we can, we can uh, get into a little bit of a rhythm and, and um, you know, get to where we're feeling just as confident against the left-handed starters as we have against right-handed starters. Monday night, the Reds begin a three-game series against the St. Louis Cardinals at Great American Ballpark. Right-hander Luis Castillo goes to the mound for Cincinnati. He's looking for his eighth win of the season. John Lester will pitch for St. Louis. We're on the air with the pregame show at 6:10. First pitch is scheduled for 6:40. And once again, the final score on Sunday afternoon: the Marlins beat the Reds two to one. And I'm Dave Armbruster with your Reds game recap.